0: Welcome to BitStorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Ben Slinger, and with me, as always, is Trevor, the guy, Scott. I'm the guy now. Well, I don't know. I've always I, wanted to be the guy. I think the nickname thing was something I was going to try to start doing, and then I just... Yeah. Apparently, yeah, my improv skills are rusty. You froze. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you're the guy now. So, I think... We're going to do something a little bit different that we haven't done in a little while. Haven't done in a little while because
1: I've I've actually, you know, spent some time uh, while while I was waiting for Ben and got one part of the Discord bot up and running. So, we're going to do some (laughs) What3Words. That's it.
0: Makes it a little bit easier for us and you get something a bit different. So, What3Words is a website, actually, where they have split the entire planet Earth up into three by three metre chunks and they've given each of those chunks a few words. It's a very useful tool for people who need to be able to locate a specific point on Earth using words. It's a very useful tool for us because it means we just get to choose a point on the planet and uh, use those three words that uh, come with come with that point. Yeah.
1: What I find really quite funny about it is, you know, the majority of the Earth is actually water. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the, they've just split everything up into into those three word chunks, including all the water. So, oh yeah, it's yeah. great. It's they didn't <laughs> uh, discriminate. Uh, so, so one day, you never know. We may actually end up on the lost island, um, mm. and then you'll never
0: hear from us again. But yeah, um, I, it's always a bit of fun to click through and see where the words we used uh, happen to come from. So maybe we'll, maybe we'll do that. But uh, until then, hey Trevor, what three words? Upfield nightclub sealer. Okay, upfield, yep. nightclub, sealer. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I,
1: I saw nightclub and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm thinking this is a, you know, a bougie kind of nightclub.
0: Yeah, nightclub is, is, is kind of fun. Although my mind went to a bit of like, you know how there's viscera cleanup detail? Hmm. My mind went to, like, cleaning up after a big
1: club night. funny you say that, because I thought Mm. sealer is, like, everyone's in the nightclub and all this sort of stuff. Oh. And someone- Seals them all in as there's like some sort of outbreak oh, or something like that. That's dark. And no, I'm not not saying it's like a, a horror movie sort of thing. I'm just saying it's like it's quarantined. I mean, just being sealed. C- oh, okay,
0: quarantined, right? I thought you meant like maliciously seals them in there and in and, concrete you know, and dumped in the North Sea. Yeah, the whole club. <laughs> the whole just club. Just pick up the building. <laughs> um, I know. I. I Okay, you know, that's that's interesting. Like, a kicking off point is that something happens in this nightclub. I I mean, it could be a little bit of, like, the mist where it's all set inside this one place and you've been sealed off and you don't know why.
1: Okay. It's a work Christmas party because we are getting close to Christmas. So, and I just went to a work Christmas party yesterday. Um, So, it's at a nightclub and the last few stragglers- are there you know maybe eight to ten eight to ten people okay and they yep. they go to get out and they see the plastic sheet at the front of the door people in hazmat suits yep. and
0: and they tell them tell everyone to get back inside yeah or i think i feel like at the start you can't they had they, they've sealed it off so effectively like it's soundproof oh yeah they can't you can they they so they're gesturing at you and they maybe like write something on a piece of paper and put it up against the glass to say like stay inside just to really start- invoking that fear of the unknown and what's happened here and the thing is it's it's one of those things of
1: you don't know enough, and there's been a bit of alcohol imbibed like where their mind could go and it becomes more of a psychological thing of you know it's a story of the of these people and they just let their minds run wild and they they start you know one of them starts hyperventilating and they start trying to work out how they're going to get out of mm-hmm. this thing rather than thinking rationally you know mm. noises that they that they start hearing you know one one of them starts going pale and and thinking that they're coming down with something and you know just
0: I kind of like the idea of bringing in some aspects of, like, an Obra Din just because I feel like that works so well for this sort of figuring out relationships and who people are in a group setting like this. Mm -hmm. So, maybe it's like you go up and you talk to someone and they essentially, like, start telling you a bit about what happened in that night. And that gives you, like, a flashback scene sort of thing that you can walk around in hear snippets of conversation, start figuring out this map of relationships between the people in the room. And that's also going to give you information to sort of progress the story a bit where it's like, oh, I can calm like, you know, I can calm Justin down. Who's hyperventilating in the corner by mentioning Deborah's name. Yeah. Like talking about a certain person or, or doing something, um, giving him a paper bag to blow in or whatever, because you hear something about the, you know, you overhear that in one of the flashbacks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with this sort of menacing undertone of, of the whole time of we don't are we all sick? Mm. You know, someone starts throwing up, and you're like, is are they? Do they just have alcohol poisoning, or are they? You know, coming down with some deadly virus, or or is it that that whole thing where the mind can actually
1: think that it's poisoned? So well,
0: that's it, yeah. Or is it just their psychosomatic? Yeah, and their bodies rebelling against them. Yeah, and it's, it's like the
1: human body is so susceptible to 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 like information that it, that is out there. Like, mm. it can be tricked into into thinking, oh, all these other people are throwing up. I need to throw up too because you know mm. I'm I'm obviously also affected. So,
0: oh yeah, absolutely. But then I like that idea of like, oh well, maybe you have to go back into someone else's flashback. And like count the number of drinks that person had, or into mean multiple flashbacks. Can you figure out the different times they ordered drinks? And maybe you even find, like, oh shit, that person actually slipped something in their yep. drink, like they've been roofy. Like, no wonder they're this sick.
1: That oh yeah. Th- this now opens up for other possibilities of And <laughs> I think what what's what's kind of cool is you play that one that one protagonist i'm seeing this as again a first person thing mm-hmm. i know why but because it's an up, upscale sort of nightclub i'm seeing lots of neon but oh, i yeah, think yeah. like unreal engine lumen and having yeah. having you know those um that global illumination would just mm-hmm. really like oh, it sell great. the story, in and this. then
0: playing with different color grading, LUTs, and stuff. Oh, so you yeah. know, for, you're for a fan the flashbacks, of, like
1: for flashbacks and things. And it's different people's flashbacks have different kind of like, um, kind of like the after party where you know each yeah. each person's flashback is sort of colored by their it's personality, a different their personality yeah. or yeah. So, oh, I I fucking love that. Like you could just play it normally, but then you just. Colored a little bit and it's, oh yeah um
0: i mean it just gives you that ability to relate certain colors to certain people as well yeah. like you can a good art, di- art director i'm sure can really play with themes of color and and that sort of thing for the different characters and you know in a, in a game like in a story like this you want strong characters who are gonna be easily identifiable between them all and, rem- and memorable and but, yeah, uncovering those things, it's like, oh, shit, the person who roofied them is the guy who has seemed really nice and helpful up until this point. Like, you wouldn't think it was, you know, problematic at all. And then that's going to move things forward because then you can go and talk to him about it. You get, you've get unlocked a new dialogue, which maybe leads to an alternate version of the flashback. Like, yeah. you have unreliable narrator stuff in there.
1: Well, because human, the human mind, especially in- trauma is is so oh, yeah. unreliable that of course like
0: and well, so and, and with alcohol involved i actually like the idea of playing with the flashbacks from like the person who's just been drinking it up all night but
1: what's even what's even crazier is you can then have it as your character is is going through these these other people's flashbacks but he's putting all, all the visuals to it. Like, they're mm. just explaining what it's like and he's mm-hmm. coming up with these other details. So, yeah, he said that, Oh, one obviously he's heard a detail that, that this person has said and has thought, oh, that was someone actually roofing someone's drink. But it, it doesn't mean that it actually happened, you know. And yeah,
0: well, and what could be interesting then is if you bring in, if you bring in some so-called objective truth of- someone had their camera out at some point and you get access to that footage or you get access to the security cameras that are in there and then you're comparing yeah your view of these flashbacks to what was captured on on the camera and that and, and that will again the colours, difference of the flashback
1: when you when you go back through it you may get a little bit of extra information in there That
0: but- actually yeah I like that idea of like oh now that I've seen this if I go back through this flashback again it's changed, but, yeah, you could almost highlight those changes with- It goes into that, like, security camera, you know- The security green. camera filter over, over, this yeah, person. Like over the person that's walking. Yeah, that's just, that, a, like, the other thing person the, hadn't noticed. On the texture. But, yeah. <laughs> that, that's only in this flashback because you know it was there because of the security camera. And Actually, you could- I wonder how that would work if you did that with a lot of different things. Like, even between two flashbacks, it's like, well, this person told you about these people because that's who they were paying attention to. Mm. But these other, this other person in their flashback told you about these other things. And so now when you go into either of them, it's a combination of them, but you can identify which one they came from or you were told about from. Done, from, like the, from the color grading of
1: that one particular section of the, yeah. of the room, where the light of the is room just or yeah, exactly. showing differently yeah. down there, it's like oh it's God. almost
0: like you're filling out. Yeah, look, at that, that's that's really cool actually. Now, because that could be a good <laughs> sort of progression uh, indicator as well, or just like the first person's flashback. You're going, it's a it's an empty bar except for all the people that they care about or noticed.
1: And throughout and the, rest of the, throughout the night, the one, you've just not, got- You're filling it nameless in. Nameless faces and, and-
0: But things are changing. I wonder if you- I wonder how you deal with- Because now I'm thinking of situations where people are telling you conflicting information. You go in there and they're like flickering. Like the yeah. action is flickering back and forth between both the colours and the different actions that were told to you. I mean, during the conversation, it can
1: flick between one flashback and colour and, and another one. And you can sort of see the CEO- of of the company is sort of looking all happy in one and then
0: looking angry in this other one and then, yeah. you know, looking upset. Actually, and- yeah. That's kind of fun that the flashbacks and any like security camera footage or whatever are almost these overlays of reality on your- It's it's almost your mind palace, right? Yeah. That you can flick between once you've heard them and yeah. toggle between them so you can really notice like you can pause it. I'm seeing a wipe sort of, you
1: know, it sort of, uh, you know, explodes from, from like your center of your vision. It's like, and yeah, yeah. It's like switching, switching between, between different, um,
0: yeah, I guess you'd want realities. I guess you need to make sure how, um, If you want them to be able to toggle quickly to like notice changes, whether it's just then a quick crossfade between the two things or if you do want to make like there may be a good gameplay reason to not make it easy to just like that may make it too easy because you can just see literally the exact Mm. things that are that are different. But yeah, some sort of wipe or fade or something between them to sort of not give them that exact uh, comparison between the two things, but have to kind of think about it a bit. Oh, oh, that's that's after, really seeing, fun. after seeing what
1: what was possible with like viewfinder that that game mm. with the, with the camera and all this sort of stuff, and you know taking that Obradin sort of feel perspective is is definitely something that yeah I, I want to play with, and I, I like the idea of you can you can actually almost like a um, you know Batman Arkham Asylum where you can flick into the different um, yeah. Like vision mode, yeah. like you're literally walking around the room, and if you flick into into the next mode, and it's like you see that flashback going on, and then you you flick yeah. into the next yeah, one, yeah, exactly. And you see That's kind of what I'm thinking.
0: Going. Yeah, yeah, but you're
1: you're still walking around that space, and yes, you, yes. So your mind palace is literally being filled in at all times. You can you can go back to go back. Earlier, earlier in the night, you can sort of say where you, where you want to continue this particular flashback from.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I wonder if even like, because like we are saying that one flashback may just have this corner of the room in it and another might have this one and there's going to be some overlap. Maybe it's almost like toggling them on and off as, as overlays, but they can overlap. So, you can say, okay, put on one and two because that's this part of the room and that's this part of the room. And now you're comparing the things that were happening at the same time from these two flashbacks and you notice like one person walk from one and into the other and they change because of what that person noticed about them. Yeah. You know, this this woman's got the hots for this guy. So when you know when when he walks into her flashback he suddenly gets like suave way slicker and, and more swall yeah, and like he's a sparkle he's- in his eye and <laughs> 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 um, obviously that could that creates a lot of uh, a lot of work on those? It's sorts all of details? Art style, but,
1: unfortunately. But which but we're but not. Man, that could.
0: Yeah, but we can imagine. And I mean, yeah, execution is everything, and we're not the executioners. So no, we're we're,
1: <laughs> we're the stormers. We we storm we mm-hmm. storm the information. Yeah. And then we give it. We give it to the team that has been working diligently on 360. Now na- this is the 360th episode. Oh yeah,
0: 360
1: oh, episodes. Every single storm. game we've,
0: every single game we've talked about on this show is they're in working active on it development at the yeah. same
1: time. Yeah. The problem is we keep on giving them extra things each week to do. Well, the so problem is
0: it's actually only one team. Yeah. And they have to split their time between all you know 2,000 games or whatever we're probably up to. So yeah. Uh, release maybe sometime. Yeah. If ever we decide to stop, then they'll, then they'll have time to catch up. Oh, they'll catch up and you'll get a del- deluge of games coming out over the next 10 years.
1: Oh, then again, I, I think about it and we've done a few episodes in there that we didn't even come up with games. We, we cheated and we reviewed games. So, you know.
0: Oh yeah. But uh, I think they're pr- I think we did ask them to work on some like, uh, remasters of those. So <sighs> yeah. Yeah, got the rights.
1: And yeah, when, whenever we could. Are, are we happy to leave this one where it is? Like, <laughs>
0: yeah, I think so. I was going to suggest moving on. Okay. I think th- we didn't. We didn't go deep into the whole contamination thing, but it, I think that's just set that's up the a, background it, for it and set up yeah. a
1: great, a great feeling of, of what the game would actually be. And it's, yeah, we do have to go story. through what the actual story would be. Yeah, exactly. exactly. If if we gave that away, it is, you wouldn't want to play it because it's like. You know, that's, that's the boring stuff. Like, who cares why they're stuck there? It's like, what happened earlier in the night? Why is this person upset? That's what I'm
0: interested in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, there's a a lot of, there's a lot of good stuff there.
1: Cool. All right. Well, Ben,
0: what three words? So, from uh, somewhere in the South Pacific Ocean off the coast of New Zealand, my words are, Northbound love struck plasterer
1: Yeah I love a love struck plasterer hmm That's northbound mm-hmm. okay so That's so kind we're of thinking
0: fun. like Carlton, Preston
1: Um They're heading
0: up that way to do some plaster plastering on some old shitty Melbourne rental. Ooh
1: shitty Melbourne rental <laughs> Okay or or do we or do we make this a, a New Zealand based game? Oh, why not? Where the masters the would islands. be in, in real like desperate supply over there because of all the earthquakes. Anytime mm. there's a, there's a crack in the wall. Cracks, yeah. Yep. And I think I think they're on a journey north. They're trying to get to the northernmost part of New Zealand. Okay. And they're just doing I don't, odd I jobs don't know what along is, the way. But- they're doing odd jobs along the way to be able to afford to get to the next town and get to the next town and go forward and eat food. Are they and- trying
0: to get up to Cape Ringer? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good place. It's just the northernmost point
1: here. Uh, the reason why they're trying to get there is because mm-hmm. that is where they proposed to their, their okay. fiancé. To their- Yep. And um, she's been gone overseas on a trip for a while. Okay, okay. and he thought, I, I love that love that day, and I said that on our anniversary, I'd go up there, and you know, I'd you know repropose or, or do something like that. So there's a time limit in the game that you've got X amount of time mm. to get up there. And his car breaks down, and he doesn't have the money to to get it, so he, he decides that he's going to try and hitchhike all the way up there, but. To be able to well, no, I kind of, and-
0: I kind of, hang on. I, I do like that idea, but instead of the hitchhiking, like it, I like the idea of this as, and this may not appeal to you hugely. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. A little bit of a like job management side of things with this, uh, with this undertone of this. Yeah, the story. As he's going from town to town doing plaster plastering jobs, right, to pay his way to keep the his truck running. Obviously, he's got to pay for materials to be able to do yep. it. But, like, if you can be efficient, then you can save more materials and stuff. And-, and you've got a certain amount of room in your ute, basically, for, like, leftover stuff that you can use in the next job. And then you can get a little bit of that kind of satisfying, like, um, house flipper- uh, what's the fucking spray uh, power wash simulator power wash simulator sort of stuff in there where you knock like someone needs a, a new piece of you know plasterboard put in you you bring out the sledgehammer and you knock down the old one you pull it out and then you get to like nicely place in the the new one and like put in your your, your nails with your little nail gun you know, give it a paint or whatever and get some money from it. It's like, okay, I, I made enough. I can move on to the next, uh, the next town, you yeah. know? So this is VR. Yeah. Like, uh,
1: yeah. I, I, I literally see using both hands to, to like, Put fuck it hold, up there and then yeah,
0: get the board up and then hold it up with one <laughs> nail with the other so it doesn't slip. Yeah, totally. It's giving me, giving me a little bit of. Those games as well. There's a. There's been a couple of games like this where you have like a junker of a car and mm. you're traveling across yeah, yeah, like yep, a yep, European yep, yep. countryside, or whatever. I can't remember what they're called. I think one's called my. Anyway, I don't remember. I played one of them a little, but not not a ton.
1: Yeah, I I know the exact the exact thing. You know, yes. it's like yeah. my dream car or
0: something like that. You know, yeah, it's something <laughs> like that. You get to like. Fix it up as you go along and see, see the sites. So that sort of thing. But with, yeah, with this purpose of, yeah, you're getting there to propose, to re, like, whatever it is, renew your proposal or something. <laughs> or maybe it's even just that because she's overseas, you, you just want to connect with her and, and like take a photo of yourself there and send it to her or whatever it is. Like it's yeah. something to do with, yeah, with your fiance. Yeah. And- meeting people along the way and telling them the story of like them and obviously the player at the same time, the story of like, how you met and the history of it and and revealing that as you go. But yeah, having this gameplay of doing some of the car fixing as well, like you blow a tire, you have to pay for that now in this town before you continue on and you can do have a little activity to replace it. And
1: And, and this is where those job simulator feel feels of the, of the VR really, really come into come into play because that's always,
0: yeah, it's just immersive then it gives you that, that real feeling of, Struggling to get by but like getting that achievement of the feeling of achievement of, of making enough to move on and
1: yeah yeah i'm really i'm really liking this it's you know so far so far tonight we've got two really kind yeah. of cool wholesome games uh, and this dear listeners is why i love playing some of our different games because <laughs> you know the what three words? It gives you three words that don't really mean anything together. But if you can lock them together like this, yeah, you can just get a a different story of. Something yeah, we never would have
0: got to this game from a single noun, match, you know,
1: and and so. neither neither that on the nightclub game, like, and yeah, that's why. You know, as much as as much as we love our love our click pitch, moving <laughs> a, moving away from that every now and again is not a bad thing. Absolutely. Um all
0: right should we do a, go for another do another one another one what, three words
1: yeah himself curling convert
0: <laughs> okay so it's either hair or it's the 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 ice uh, the sport. game
1: curling or the game or curling ribbon
0: oh okay yeah 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 it is coming up on Christmas.
1: It's like, do we do we bring back the old game that we that we've talked about before of the wrapping simulator?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did see someone build a present wrapping machine out of Lego recently, which is very oh, that's cool. So you could maybe you can do some sort of automation thing around present wrapping. Maybe building out Santa's workshop, yeah, with automation stuff, and himself is obviously Santa. Yeah, yeah. And then what was your third word?
1: Uh, sorry, Cantus laws. <laughs> that's what Cantus laws, of course. Right. <laughs> God, those those few episodes in your in your office, right there. In, oh in yeah. Person. We came no, no, up no, we with some, some wacky shit. Yeah. Um, um. But yeah, that's that's himself. Like that's himself. Yep. Curling
0: ribbon, and then what was the third word? Convert. So I convert? think convert yeah. invert convert. 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 Yeah, okay. I mean mm. that kind of makes sense of like even just through the automation stuff, you're converting toys into presents. Well,
1: it, it's I'm thinking it's, you know, gone are the days where he can make all the wooden toys and all this sort of stuff. Like now the kids all want Xboxes and all this sort of stuff. So
0: Yeah. Really. Yeah. I I like this as a It's
1: almost yeah, a conversion a- into an into an Amazon depot. <laughs> depot.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think this is this is how Santa's Workshop sca- has had to scale. And I think you start off- Actually, I like the idea of you, you start off earlier in time, right? Where you are just making the simple toys. And so, you're setting up uh, assembly lines of elves for the different types of toys. Wooden horses, you know, baby dolls, stuff. Fucking stick and hoop. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very simple one, that one. <laughs> <laughs> but hard to wrap. Hard to wrap, though. Yes,
1: true. Because, because uh, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you wrap the wrapping paper around around the hoop, then the kid knows what they're getting. Yeah, you've got to trick them. This is stick shape. This is hoop shape. But then you open it up and the hoop shape one is actually the stick and the, and the stick shape one is actually the <laughs> yep. hoop. You you know, that's I mean, how you trick to- them.
0: We had to break it. It doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work
1: anymore. <laughs> you got <it's> <laughs> so to do it yourself to back to
0: <laughs> Some assembly required. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, as you get more and more complex, it's like, oh, now we're doing board games. And it's like, okay, tons of little pieces and stuff that need to be, you know, need to be done. and oh, yeah, could, you, could you imagine, like...
1: Simple electronics. Could and- you imagine doing Monopoly where you got to put, you know, the 17 houses and, you know, 15 yeah. fucking hotels in and all that sort of stuff. And then... You know, it's getting faster and faster and so 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 like you start throwing fucking hotels and shit at it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't know if you go down to the level of like you you're having to construct every single piece that's going into it, but I think you have to you do end up having to build more complex assembly lines. In some abstracted way, for like, okay, here's our board game section, and it's like you've got an assembly line for the board and getting it printed on, and like whatever, and then you've got an assembly line for all the pi- all the pieces or something, and then I don't know a dice one or so, and and that they all have to end up in the one box and then go through the wrapping station, and I think at the end you've just got a giant void that is Santa's sack, his magical sack, and they're just all falling, falling into, into it. it. And then, like, at the end of the, the year, it just, like, collapses in on itself and becomes his tiny sack. And he comes and picks it up over his shoulder and walks out with it. Yep.
1: And that's why I think, you know, this is different a different sort of automation game than what we've done in the past. Because, you know, it's sort of more personable to start off well, with. And, and
0: I think you bring in... Like in the early days, you don't have any real problem with just getting the elves started like at the start of December. They get everything made by the end of the year. It's all good. You've got time to spare. They're all happy. Morale is high. But well, as things start the getting more complicated, there's a lot less back well, then. Well, that's it. And that's, yes, you have to make more and more toys. It's basically capitalism in a nutshell because yeah. you're just having to continuously grow to keep up with the population and the complexity of what everybody wants. Hmm. That it, By the end, it's an all-year-round thing. You have to have warehouses that, that are storing it at, up until the time that it can go into the sack. Like, you can't just keep filling the sack all year, like, I don't no. know, for whatever reason. Well, you know, it turns out that you're the only
1: place actually making the PS5s. So therefore, you know you're actually you, also you, shipping
0: them out. You're to shipping Amazon. them out to
1: to to like Amazon because you know they can't get any stock.
0: Well, actually, I was almost thinking it's the opposite of that. In that it it's too complex for your elves to make. You have to buy them. Like you are just a customer of Amazon or of someone or of Sony or whatever. You have to get the shipments in on time. Store them somewhere. And then, then, check it them beca- off then it just the list, becomes you know it
1: just literally becomes a drone management game at the end where you're managing you know um, it's oh, yeah. it's that old airport game, you know, where you where you're managing <laughs> when they're coming in and all this sort of stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Except it's thousands of them. Thousands of drones coming all Oh, and I kinda like the idea that and maybe it's even the reason that you can't just start putting stuff in the sack December twenty sixth for the next year because you don't know who's what the being kids- good yeah. And who's been bad and what they want. And what they want.
1: Or what's so going to be can- out next year. Like,
0: there yeah. could be a massive like,
1: technological breakthrough at- on In November, the, yeah. in Start of in, November. At the start of November. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's when all the kids go, I want a, you know, PlayStation 7. Because that's right, they skipped 6.
0: It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like something Sony would do. Yeah, exactly. No, and that so- sounds like something
1: fucking Microsoft would do because yeah, they true. can't I mean, get Microsoft fucking main- <laughs> Oh, my
0: God. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, that's, I think that's really cool. I like the idea that, yeah, you can't start putting stuff in the sack until, like, December 1st or something. That's, like, the cutoff date. Um, kids don't realize this, but you can be as naughty as you fucking like befe- de- between December and- 1st and 25th because- it's locked in at that point because Santa's got to have some lead time <laughs> to get it all made. And, uh, and <laughs> in fact,
1: it really lasts until December uh, December 31st because the days between, um, mm-hmm. you know, Christmas, Christmas, and, Christmas New Year. and New Year, they're Santa's only days off, and he doesn't mm-hmm. give a fuck what what happens like
0: yeah you like he turns off all his screens the elves the elves uh he go, gets get to have a a rest as well a holiday and he get
1: and, it, and it's just literally <laughs> it's a party from they gets back uh, from from that morning when he gets back and he just drinks until <laughs> until you know midnight <laughs> on on january uh, on you know december 31st yeah. And then he goes to sleep for eight hours and wakes up the next morning and is Fully refreshed. Fully refreshed. magic.
0: And gets back into it. Gets back into it. Starts whipping those elves. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a factor, right? The, the elf morale, you know, you, you do have to pay them a living wage of some sort. Yep. Or Licorice you don't whips. and you deal. You know, that's part of the- <laughs> That's part of the- uh, You pay them in chocolate coins too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that's really fun. I think that could be really cool. And just, yeah, all of these whimsical, uh, I think you could really play with that whimsy from an automation game as well, where you can build like loop the loop and corkscrew conveyor belts and stuff, mm. right? Yeah. It's just, and maybe it gives you a bonus if you, the, like, the crazier it is, you, they go faster or something because, <laughs> That's just the way Santa magic works, and you want it to look as convoluted as possible. But
1: oh yeah, because because that just adds joy. That yeah, that adds the it joy meant- into the sack, and that that helps power. That's right. It's the Christmas magic. That's it's actually the whimsy that that helps power the the <laughs> sack's magic. If there's not <laughs> enough whimsy, it can't fit the more presents from from last year. So
0: oh it's, right, it's it that directly of, pow- powers the pocket dimension. Yeah. Within uh, within Santa, and sack, of course, yeah. you know it's as the population
1: is always growing. You need more magic this time and more mm-hmm. whimsy. So, yeah, yep. what worked
0: last time isn't going to work again this time because there's more room. That's why you need those elves to be happy too. Yeah, because you can You can try. You can not Set, pay them very well. Work them hard. whimsy and just yell at them. <laughs> more whimsy, damn it! <laughs> More whimsy or I'm killing Rudolph. Um, doesn't work. Doesn't work. <laughs> More whimsy, damn it, is the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, that's our obligation complete. We needed to come up with the name and uh, we, we can have done finish it. the episode. Yeah. So, uh, thank you for joining us. If you'd like to find all of our previous episodes online, go to podchaser.com slash All of our episodes are there. Uh, give them a a listen and a review to check out the song that we play at
1: the start and end of each episode go to kurados.bandcamp.com and download the song mount defines of the album containment failure it's a full song
0: it goes for like nine
1: minutes or so and it's really cool that's right
0: so thank you again for joining us this week on bitstorm i am ben slinger i'm Trumpet scott more whimsy damn it (laughs)